Kumite Radio. We're back with Nordin Taleb, the welterweight from the UFC. What's going on, Nordin? I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be with you guys. Savant. What is Savant? <laughs> Savant du Cap. Hello in French. Uh, is that all George knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and bad words. Who taught them those bad words? Manu, my old ah. trainer. Oh. No, actually, he didn't. No, you I know, just uh, know the saying, and sorry for my French. So, <laughs> Lordine, um, yes, are you in camp right now? Because I know you have a fight coming up, but it's it's still a a while's away. It's kind of a. Uh, I was in a training camp uh, for the UFC London. Uh, so I've been pulled out of this card uh, for some reason. But my my opponent uh, got injured, so I've been pulled out. And um, so yeah, so they they, they came up uh, with the with the UFC Liverpool. And uh, so yeah, I'm kind of a pre-camp now. So I'm training. I'm training every day, once, twice a day, but uh, no, nothing crazy. Like I'm um, just maintaining, uh, ma- ma- maintaining you know, what I have, and uh, just keep myself in shape. But I'm not doing uh, crazy stuff. Yeah, your uh, your opponent Claudio Silva. You're supposed to fight him in 2015. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. <laughs> that's pretty crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very crazy, and uh, this this guy uh, pulled out the fight. Uh, and I was uh, lucky at the replacement. Uh, so Chris Clement uh, stepped in, a very tough guy, very uh, popular guy in Canada. And uh, it, was, it was a very important fight because it was um, in, my, in my bucket list uh, to fight in, uh, in the Bell Center in Montreal. You know, it's the, it's the, if you're Canadian, it's the, it's the area uh, must to be. So... Uh, it was very important for me, so I was a little bit devastated when uh, when he pulled out. And uh, but UFC handled it uh, very fast, and uh, Chris Clement stepped in, and we had we had a very very uh, good fight for the fans. So it was cool. But yeah, I've been uh, rematched now uh, against him. But to be honest, I don't believe uh, this uh, this uh, this matchup uh, will going through. You know, uh, this guy. He's very popular on, on putting out fights for some reason, uh, injury or menstruation. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so you're. <laughs> I, I really don't know. So, you know, anyway, this guy is no secret. Uh, it's like an open book to me uh, to fight him, you know. So, it's like I don't need to, uh, you know, to break down all his technique and blah, blah, blah. You know, I just overall uh, watching him. Fighting and anyway, I've been uh, I break down his uh, his uh, his game a long time ago. So I'm just gonna review a little bit. But you know, I cannot I, ca- I cannot uh, focus uh, 100% on him and build up uh, all my techniques and my my fight game uh, against him because he, this matchup can change at any time. So anyway, I'm just gonna stay in shape. I'm gonna push hard. Um, I'm, uh, I promise my fan, uh, my fans, then I'll be there. I will show up on weight and top shape and ready to put on the show. Uh, whoever, uh, whoever will, will step in. You, uh, 
you know, what is your plan for this camp, though? How many weeks are you going to spend your whole camp in Thailand or are you going to go back to uh, Canada? What's going on with that? Uh, I was planning to uh, stay in um, stay in, uh, in, Mont- in, uh, in uh, Phuket uh, for the camp, but things change on the way. Uh, like uh, now it's been uh, it's been like two months I'm here and uh, I don't know I feel I feel like the for me it's a good, it's a good timing to, to go back in to Montreal and uh, and, uh, and to, to prepare for this fight you know and uh, you know you know I I can there, there is a lot of guys liable there you know what I mean uh, who show up at the gym uh, every time you know they Guys never cancel, uh, almost never, you know, like uh, 99% of the time they, they show up even injured, even with the flu. Sometimes I say, okay, okay, you know, let's, let's don't train. But the guys there, they're very consistent. They, they, they show up at the gym. They show up at the gym. So it's very important for me uh, to have a liable uh, entourage uh, to go through the training camp. So, so uh, yeah, so, so it's a sure value for me uh, to, go, to go back uh, in Montreal, TriStar, Quebec. At TriStar, you know, there's yeah, only Tri- one Tri- Korean. There's only one Korean. Do you know who that Korean, Korean is? Yeah, yeah. And he's a very good friend of mine. I, I like this guy. You know, he helped me. Uh, he helped me. Uh, I don't remember against who I was supposed to fight, but uh, he helped me as a training partner. And he's, he's very, he's very cool guy. I like this guy. David. John, who is it? Because I don't know. David Moon. Oh. Yeah, the moon. Oh, he's, yeah, he's gonna yeah, he's yeah. gonna come at Tiger. He's gonna come at Tiger. You will know him soon. Oh, I can't wait, so I can speak Korean to him. <laughs> yeah, I was I was with David Moon in uh, India. Okay, okay. Ah, that's right. I saw that in Super oh, Fight cool, League. Cool. So, yeah, he's yeah. a good guy. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's a very good guy. I, I like this guy, you know. And he deserve he deserve he deserve a great career in MMA. You know, he's so dedicated. Uh, you know, you just need to to fix these things up. Uh, uh, you know, with these uh, surroundings and stuff. Uh, but uh, you know, it's like it. Yeah, he he, he deserves a great career. You know, he's so dedicated and consistent, and you know, he worked hard. Uh, so yeah, me, me, I, I believe on on David. So I hope uh, he's gonna do well. Hopefully, he's gonna join us uh, at Tiger Motai. Uh, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully uh, we'll see him soon uh, training with us. Yeah, it can't seems wait like, to see you, David. <laughs> it seems like everybody knows one Korean in the world. Somebody knows somebody. <laughs> hey, I know, I know a few. I know a few. I've been, I've been in Korea. Uh, I've been in Korea three or four times. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because my uh, one of my best buddy and, and mentor is uh, Dennis Kang. Oh yes, yes, of course. Yeah. So it. Yeah, so he's, he's my he's my mentor. You know, he teach me a lot uh, back in the days, and I've been uh, I've been with him because we were training together. And uh, sometimes he came with me um, on my corner when he was available. And uh, and me, I was uh, at the end of his career, I was going with him uh, on his corner. And uh, yeah, and we went uh, to uh, Seoul. Uh, three, three or four times, I don't remember. And uh, yeah, uh, he, he fought there and I was calling him. It was a great experience. And Korea is amazing. Yeah. I love Korea. They do, they, they, they do a lot of copy and stuff, but they copy better. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they, do, they do Italian pizza. It's the best Italian pizza I ever ate in my life. Uh, I went to coffee. It's the best coffee I had in my life. Uh, I went to uh, fried chicken. Fry, fry, a place, small place, fried chicken. Man, it was the best fried chicken uh, with the homemade <laughs> potato chips. My God. Uh, yeah, Korea, yeah, like, uh, hands down, is the best at everything. Crazy. Yeah, it's, I they're love, all right. I love it. And party, party, party is good there too. Korea is dope. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's dope. It's dope. I love, I love it. I love it. Well, Korean food is awesome. I love kimchi. <laughs> you would have a lot of you would have a lot of Korean fans right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, Nordine, yeah, I, I wanna... I've, made, I've made a few contacts there, and uh, I keep in touch uh, with them, and uh, they keep in touch with me. They put me some likes and uh, and congratulations after fights. So yeah, very very, very I met very uh, uh, cool people there. Definitely. Um, I want to go back to 2011, though, with you. Because, you know, on this show, I like to go back to the past. Um, okay. And you fought Pete Sell for the Ring of Combat welterweight title. That's correct. Drago. That's correct. Yeah, you know, Drago guy that is Sell. Very, yeah, <laughs> very well-known guy. Can you take us back to that, you know, fight and explain, like, what exactly happened? Cause you, you know, I had no idea that you fought Pete Sell. Oh, really? I knocked him out. Yeah. No idea. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, uh, I was I was very, uh, but they, this time I was very struggling. If you if you watch on, on my record, I was very struggling uh, to find fights, and uh, I was taking uh, anything. Uh, I was taking anything uh, was front of me to uh, you know taking any, any opportunity to fight, and. Uh, before Pete Sell, I had a fight, I think, uh, three weeks uh, before. I don't remember exactly. Maybe it's not this one, but uh, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I think his, his opponent uh, got injured and they needed a replacement. It wasn't so short notice, but uh, it was like, I think, four weeks, so I don't remember. And, uh, yeah, so I accept uh, the opportunity and, uh, yeah, but I... They didn't know me, uh, you know. They they know I was from Trasta, whatever, you know, striker guy. But I had a very uh, small record. Uh, no, they didn't know really, really my my background. And I was a ferocious fighter and very angry. And you know, and I was very, very serious. They, when when I showed that, showed up there, they they give me the signs. Then they they very, very underestimate me. And especially uh, Pizza, you know, he was was saying me hello like a whatever small guy you know what I mean I've made it all and you know what I mean like uh, I was a small fighter you know and I was there to have my ass uh, but uh, yeah so and, and I seize it you know uh, I sense it right away and I say oh fuck those people are very underestimate me I think it's uh, they, they're gonna be very 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 surprised and quick and uh, after that yeah um so yeah, the, the, the fight happened, but they, they make me hard down there. Huh? You know what I mean? They very, they they really make me feel like I was the small and he was the the big shit. You know what I mean? Uh, the shitty. They give me a sh very shitty room. Smell like a, you know, like a. Uh, I bet oh. your French ass was so angry. Man, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, a, but you know, about this time I had to shut my mouth. You know, I wasn't a diva. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
But anyway, yeah, they gave me a shitty room uh, in the basement of the of this casino hotel uh, with only uh, one bed, small oh. bed. And my, my coach sleep on the ground. Uh, he didn't want to to share the bed. He said, "Oh man, you need you need the bed for you." So yeah, he, he, so he gave me the bed. He slept on the floor. Uh, yeah, the 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 man. The room was shitty, man. Spot on the floor. Smell cigarette. Was horrible, horrible. Anyway, and they brought me. I, I was fighting super late. I fought like at twelve twelve thirty a.m. And uh, they brought me uh, in the locker room and they gave me the shittiest locker room, man. I, man, I was moving like this around and my elbows touch uh, the walls and stuff. You know what I mean, it was so, so small. I warmed myself up uh, in the hall um, uh, outside of the locker room. Uh, so they brought me at the, at the locker room at uh, 3 p.m. Oh. So I was hanging around in this small fucking room. Uh, for several hours until 12.30, I, I fought main events. So, man, I was, I was so mad and pissed. And, and man, I, I, maybe it's a little bit conspiracy, but, you know, I, I, by this time, HIV was allowed, you know? And uh, so I was a HIV user after, after, um, after cutting weight. So I brought a, a nurse who did it to me. You know, it was a guy. And the uh, the guy was uh, he had he had the t-shirt he had the guy had the t-shirt of a of a drago fan. <laughs> so he did, he did me, so he did, he did to me the IV, but man, I was so pumped after the IV. I never felt like this, man. I was like cannot sleep, cannot rest. I was so excited, so pumped, man. I didn't sleep the whole night. I don't know what what was in uh, in the IV, man. But I couldn't sleep the whole night. I was flipping around the bed. I went down. I played casino. I went for some food. Uh, walking around, try to 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 be bored and uh, you know what I mean and want to sleep. But fuck, impossible. So I didn't sleep. I slept two hours in the locker room. Uh, so that's it. And I was exhausted. And uh, man, uh, but I said, man, I came here to win. It's a title shot. It's against uh, Pitzel. Uh, it's it's. It's my it's my golden ticket to the big leagues, to the big leagues after that. So uh, I have to show up at this fight. I have to show up, and I was keep keep repeating to myself. You know what I mean? I didn't come here just to 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 show up. You know, I come here to win and conquer. And uh, yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, it was a very uh, good night. I knocked him out uh, cold in the uh, second round. Again, against the whole world, man. He was there was this crowd cheering him for him. Uh, they, <laughs> they were coming. They say uh, like, um, yeah, he came, he came up uh, with this sound, uh, uh, born in the USA and whatever, you know, redneck stuff. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the whole crowd was uh, was for him and against me and blah 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 blah. So yeah, it was a very very great night, very satisfying, uh, winning and uh, yeah, super happy. And he opened me uh, like I was uh, like I was expecting, you know. He, he opens me. Uh, uh, to the MMA world, and uh, yeah, I've been known after this, and uh, I got in into the Bellator first. Yeah, you did. Uh, you had a decent run in Bellator, yeah. then you went to the Ultimate Fighter, season nineteen. Yeah, exactly. Would you do that again? Would you do the Ultimate Fighter again? Ultimate Fighter, uh, you know, it was it was a very good experience, but fuck, it was tough. 
Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, but I, if if I was at this moment and with this, uh, with my past and uh, opportunity, uh, the same story like my my beginning, the same story. Yeah, I will take uh, the opportunity for sure because uh, that's what puts me on the map. Mm -hmm. uh, but if I to 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 do my my MMA career since the beginning. If I would do the same steps, uh, probably not. How terrible probably. was it being? How bad was it being in that house without like any, like phone or like media or anything, or like just any um, like, just normal stuff. Uh, yeah, but it's you no know, uh, for me. You know, I'm I'm a little bit. Uh, it's my perspective. You know, I'm a little bit. You know, I'm not antisocial, but uh, I like to be with myself and by myself. And you know what I mean. And uh, I'm not like a. I'm I'm social, but I'm not over social speaking to everybody and all that. You know. Right. I have my moment, but the daily basis, no. You know. Uh, so yeah, that for for this, it was it was very uh, very tough. You know, and um, you know, it's it's kind of weird uh, to have uh, to be plugged every time. You cannot uh, speak. You know, everything you you you. Uh, Everything you speak, you know, it's uh, it's here is heard, you know, in the studio and they registered, and you don't know, you really don't know um, what uh, what they're gonna make, uh, what story they're gonna make with what you're saying, you know, because uh, you know it's like it's like a movie, you know, they can build up uh, stories out of nothing, but uh, no, for, in my case, uh, no, I've been lucky, uh, and he was with the Canadians too, so he he, uh, you know. He, Good story been uh, been built, and uh, they you know they, they tried the best to to make me uh, to make me shine when it was my time to shine. Uh, it was it was cool and um, good good stuff. Uh, it's like uh, you you can order uh, whatever you want uh, to eat. <laughs> so me man, okay, <laughs> where to start? You know, so I was um, I was ordering uh, at the end. Because I don't know, uh, I was very different than uh, than uh, everybody. You know, like uh, I don't know, maybe more uh, more uh, more adult, more gra more ground up. You know what I mean? Uh, more and um, it's like when I do the, the grocery list the, the first time. You know, I was uh, ordering like a premium stuff. You know what I mean? Like a very uh, you no know, lean beef. You know what I mean? Like kind of filet mignon. You know what I mean? Uh, and everybody was was ordering like a shitty stuff, stupid stuff. You know, like uh, you you are you are a teenage living uh, living in your room and you you ordering uh, you know it's, uh, you you ordering your, your your bucket list from Santa Claus. You know, <laughs> so, yeah. So every so I was ordering and everybody was uh, was taking my stuff. So uh, okay, my stuff, our stuff. We live in the same house, but. You are free to order whatever you want. Order stop it. taking your shit. Yes, yeah, stop taking my shit. I ordered this shit. So <laughs> so order order yourself. They they will come. But they they I I, I not I like uh, I understand that they have no <laughs> they have no clue of what to, to order. You know they order sneakers or you know what I mean or or, or whatever. You know they don't Fruit Loops. Or, I don't know stupid stuff. <laughs> Baloney. No. Yeah, baloney stuff like especially especially for Australians, man. Oh man, 
as some moments, man, then veggies doesn't exist for them. It was meat, 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 meat. And the shitty, shitty meat, you know, they, they ask for, oh, uh, you have to be specific, you know, it's cool, you, you can order whatever you want. So they, they were seeing me uh, like uh, having a good stuff blah, 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 and they, uh, uh, by the end, uh, for, for my Canadian uh, friends, I was uh, making the most of uh, the grocery uh, list. Then they were adding some little stuff, but it, it's me I was in charge of. I was doing the, all the list because they, they, they gave me the trust and I was ordering uh, very good stuff. What happened? Uh, oh, yeah. That's interesting. The thing yeah. is, uh, you can order whatever you want. Bad thing is, it's like uh, you have cameras and 24 hours uh, radio on you. Um, yeah. It's like FBI, like watching you. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. They threw your ass, man. You go in the shower. <laughs> you uh, you sit on the on the, on the toilet. Uh, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. So. Jesus. Yeah, it takes it takes a couple of days of adaptation, and then at some at some point uh, everything uh, becomes normal. You know, it's crazy how the brain uh, works. You know, what I mean, by the end it's like uh, it was uh, it was normal, uh, like uh, yeah, you know, like uh, another day. So yeah, it was crazy, and everybody uh, pretty much adapt uh, very well to this situation. Uh, we had no argument. Uh, no, it was uh, overall it was cool. Just uh, some stuff and all. Yeah, another uh, moment in your career that is, you know, that has been on the internet a lot is when Eric Silva tried to do the fake glove tap, and then you went yeah. back and knocked his ass out. What what was going yeah. through your mind like when that was happening? Like when he put his hand out, what was like going through your mind with that situation? And believe it or not, okay, some people believe, some people not. To who I'm talking. Uh, I'm, I, I was so much in a zone. I was so much focused, laser focused, and really in a zone, like in trance. You know what I mean? Uh, it was me, but it wasn't me because I, I, I didn't notice it with that. Oh, you didn't notice. I knew it by, by I knew it by after. For me, it just uh, give me a hit. You know what I mean? I was. Oh no! I, I saw. Then I, I was uh, reacting, and I was. Um, you know what I mean? I was giving my, my, my fist for the for the fist bump, but I, I, I don't I don't remember that. I don't remember this. Uh, you know what I mean? The whole fight I don't remember, and I just remember because I, I saw the fight. So I was so much focused, so much into it, and um, you know I don't know. I completely skip uh, uh, all that and uh, like. And the the the, the on interviews, you know, reporters they, they were they were asking me this. I was looking at my coach. I said, what, what are they talking about? <laughs> and then I saw it. I said, oh fuck, motherfucker. <laughs> but pretty, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Then, even if I, I didn't remember, I'm pretty sure I was conscious about it. You know what I mean? And uh, for sure, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna get you. But uh, I don't know. When I've been victorious and uh, whatever, knocked out, he was flushed out of my brain, and uh, I had to to see uh, to see what happened because I didn't remember. Now talking about knockouts, your last fight, you know, last December, you knocked out Danny Roberts, pretty you know yeah. impressively, maybe, maybe your best knockout in your UFC career. You know, a lot of people they talk about that. Um, now, afterwards, you said that you might not fight at welterweight anymore, but now you're fighting at welterweight. So what happened with that decision? 
Uh, yeah, but by, by this knockout, yeah, it was uh, it it was uh, eventually my uh, yeah it was my it was my uh, finest uh, knockout and uh, uh, it's uh, it's from a great uh, heritage uh, from uh, from what I learned in Thailand uh, of Muay Thai and the great inspiration I had uh, from a Thai fighter. Uh, so I'm I'm very glad and happy that I applied and and then I succeed with the uh, with this uh, with this move. And uh, yeah, it was a great victory. And after that, uh, yeah, I decided to to don't fight uh, anymore at what to wait. But uh, I thought I thought about it a lot. You know what I mean? I speak with friends and coaches, and uh, and you know I I've, I've made uh, you know I, I'm always I always felt um, at 170 is going better and better. Uh, and you know, um, like how, how I can say that? I've d- I've done so much uh, at welterweight, and I'm six and six and two, like eight fights in the UFC at welterweight, six and two. So I w- I'm building myself up as a welterweight uh, weight ranks. You know what I mean? And uh, it would be, I think, I, I would, I want, I wanted to give another try because it would be pity to to uh, to let uh, all the, the story from the past and don't take advantage of it because. If I I'm going to 185, they're not, they're not gonna promote me. Maybe I knock out people and they will they will promote me. But like I will come as a like a, you know what I mean, like a down the stairs again. Mm. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, so that uh, that's pretty much of it. So I I was a little bit scared to uh, to uh, to start down down the stairs again and. Uh, and know me, not to be known and blah blah. blah. So yeah, so I, I give a, I give another try. Uh, I give few fights again uh, at what to wait. Hopefully, I honor my contract again and uh, I do great results. And then I will be even uh, more known as a fighter, you know, more popular. And maybe then it will be good to do uh, 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 a middleweight. Uh, a middleweight like a, oh, I'm losing my words. Um, like I give it, give it a try at at 185, you know, and uh, because I'm, I'm I'm I would be more on the map, you know what I mean? Would you move completely, or would you like stay in both weight classes? Uh, I think once I once I move, I move. Okay. But by now, I told I told them that I'm ready to take any good opportunity and. Uh, and you know, if it's a very great opportunity, you know, I don't want to fight uh, like uh, uh, nobody at 185. You know, uh, it's like if it's a great opportunity, they have nobody. Uh, and, you know, and I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to step in. Uh, but yeah, but uh, I think I think uh, when I sign the contract at 185, once I'm there, uh, I will finish that's at it. 185. Yeah, that's it. Would you yeah, take? That's a- how it goes. Would you take a late replacement fight at 185? Yeah, that, that's uh, late, late. Yeah, late. Uh, fuck uh, to uh, like one week, one week notice. I, it's easy for me to make weight at 185, uh, but uh, it really depends who and uh, and it, they really have to need me, you know. And they, if they really need me, uh, we're gonna negotiate. Uh, uh, good, uh, good business. You know? So if it's the case, yeah, I will, I will step in. Yeah, yeah for sure. For one, one for the money, two for the show. 
<laughs> definitely, definitely, <laughs> money is very important in life. Yeah, yeah, but especially you know, I'm like, I'm not like a 25, 27 years old. And I can rebound uh, like this. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting 37, and it's you know, if I'm going down, uh, it's a, to to get back up. It's another business. You know? uh, it must it must worth it if I if I go down. Yeah, it's gotta make sense for you. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm again, I'm, uh, I like to gamble, you know, sometimes, and uh, and this gamble risk, you know, uh, brought me, uh, always brought me uh, the best out of me. So I believe in my skills, I believe in my abilities. Uh, so yeah, and I, uh, you know, uh, I've I've been lucky uh, in all my past in in uh, in MMA. You know, I've I've faced uh, inspiring. Yeah, I've, I've sparred with uh, with uh, the greatest uh, uh, in in this game. So you know, I'm I'm and I'm I'm confident. You know, I know I can I can show up. I can give it the show. Uh, whoever it is, I just need I just need an opportunity, and I will give a I will give a, a show and a good fight. Well, I think that staying at welterweight is a good idea. Like you said. You're six and two, you know, like you're right at the edge. Like your next fight could be against the top 10 guy, you know, after you win your next fight. So you're in a yeah. good position, to be honest with you. It seems like you're getting better with your, with your game overall. So, you know, I'm excited to see what you got in your next fight because I think you'll get another knockout. I don't know. I just feel something about that. <laughs> oh, if it's this guy, if anyway, um, like – I always target the knockout, but if it's this guy, yeah, it's not, it's not gonna last uh, long. I'm telling you. Do you he's gonna, like? He's gonna pay first to to have pull out the uh, first time, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, man, he's gonna he's gonna pay because uh, because man, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna show up uh, ferocious and uh, ruthless and you know and uh, like the mentality of a winner in my head, so. Oh, yeah, man, I'm tough as nails. I know it, and I proved it, and uh, you know, and uh, that's it. I'm a fighter. Do you like fighting in Europe more than you like fighting in Canada? Uh, I've only uh, one fight experience uh, in Europe, you know, and uh, George was with me. He was in Stockholm. Uh, I know, but uh, anyway, Stockholm was different. You know, uh, it's a strange weather there. Uh, Very strange. It's, it's day. It's daylight uh, for twenty hours a day. Uh, it's uh, it's it's kind of strange, you know. But um, yeah, the the plus I liked it is because now I have an apartment in uh, in the south of France, and uh, my wife will be there, and it only takes me uh, like uh, one or two hours uh, wherever in Europe uh, to get back home uh, instead of. Um, <clears throat> Instead of the United States or Canada, I have to fly like a 10 hours, 15 hours, depend the, depend the stuff. And you know what I mean. And after a fight, you never, you never know, and uh, you never know uh, if you injured or foot swelling or the face, uh, you know what I mean, face swelling or injury. You know, what ki all kind of injury, and it's very suck to uh, to take the plane uh, like for long travel and uh, being injured, man, especially. Uh, you you with the big travel you're swallowing naturally. So imagine if you're swallowing by by injury yeah. and you and you do it on top of it. Oh man, it sucks. I've done this and uh, yeah, uh, that's why 
that's the reason I like to fight in Europe. Uh, but after that, uh, like for fans, uh, Europe or, or or Europe or or Canada, United States is the same. I didn't see any difference. What about Asia? Do you see yourself fighting in Asia soon since you train out here a lot? Well, you know, uh, I always had this dream uh, to, uh, to fight in Asia, and, uh, uh, but more in uh, kickboxing or Muay Thai. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm looking, it's like an int like this, but it, it's like, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward after MMA career to maybe do um, two or three fights uh, uh, in Muay Thai or kickboxing uh, in Asia. All right, Nordine, thank you for your time and uh, good luck and, you know, congratulations on your newborn child. I know it's a thank fun you. time. You look happy. You look really happy, like, honestly. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so happy. I feel, I feel so blessed. Uh, you know, um, everything, everything is fine. Everything, uh, you know, it's like, uh, it's a happiness, but uh, it's, it's a very simple word to describe a uh, video really of what it is. So I'm, I'm so, I'm, Super happy. All right. All right, George. You got anything Peace. last words to no. Nord Thank you, Nordine. It's been a pleasure having <laughs> you on. Yeah, my pleasure, bro. Of course. It's been a long time coming. Real quick, I remember when we were in uh in Stockholm and we were talking about my podcast and he was like, Oh, I'll go on, okay, no problem. And I was like, Okay, I was afraid to ask you if you wanted to come on. So it's finally now been like a year to have a moment. So it's been a long time. I, I, love, I, love, I love chatting with you, man. You're a bro now. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for coming on, brother. We appreciate it. Uh, cool. Definitely. See you the gym. Take care. Peace. Bye. Bye. All right. That was uh, Nordine Taleb. Now, you know, George, Nordine, man, he's kind of like, he's 37 years old. You know, he's not a young buck. He has a good record in the UFC. Yeah, he's good. You know, I, I, it's very interesting to see, like, where his career goes from here because he just got a new contract, you know, and uh, those types of fighters, I'm always interested in them because it seems like Nordin's getting better with age. Yeah, I, 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 I couldn't agree more. I think, um, you know, I've had the pleasure of, uh, like, you know, being around him and, and for me, I'm still a young coach and whatnot. Um, like he said, I went with him to Stockholm last year and cornered him for that fight and helped him train for it. Um, and I've learned things from Nordine as well. Obviously, you know, he's older than me. He's, he's been in the game a long time. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, he's, you know, his age is, um, it's like cliche to say, but you know, he is older than most of the guys that are, you know, he's competing against, um, However, he, uh, I think he is just like you said, man, he's just, he's getting better and better. He's almost like a good bottle of wine. I'm sure he would love to hear that. He's just getting better with age. Um, but yeah, nah, Nordin is, um, he's a very technical fighter, man. And he's, he's very smart with his training. Um, you know, he takes care of his body, he takes care of himself and, um, yeah. And, and even though he is older than a lot of the guys that, you know, he's competing against, um, I think his body, you know, he, like I said, he takes care of his body. So it's holding up and, 
And of course, you know, age catches up to everyone, but man, I think that, uh, I think he's, you know, he, he's at this point in his career, you know, he's getting better and um, he's like really making a name for himself in the UFC. And, um, and I'm excited to see, you know, what he can do here in the future. Cause I think it is to the point where he's going to start to get those, you know, those bigger fights and whatnot because of his record. Like he can't just keep, you know, smashing guys that he's better than. So, um, you know, I've trained with him and coached him. And I think that uh, Nordine is, he's got all the skills. He's uh he's very good man. He's he's not just a good striker. Uh you know, he can take he he's he has takedowns. Uh if he gets taken down, he can get up like, you know, he's a complete fighter man. He's got the whole the whole package. Yeah, um, talking with him man, he seems like he's like at a at a point in his life where yeah, everything's fitting perfectly and I think that's uh that's huge for somebody that has been that has so much experience like he does, you know what I mean? And he's fought a lot of dudes and he's been in the UFC for a long time. So it's uh it's going to be very interesting to see what happens, but how long has he been uh down there? How long have you worked with him for? Um well, when I was with him in Stockholm, that was like I think right maybe a year or just under a year. It was last April or May, I can't remember. I think May. But anyways, um, he had come, I want to say before that, I don't remember exactly, but I would say like that I've been like helping him or like, I guess, you know, like he asked me to corner him for that fight and that kind of like made us closer in a way, you know, that's kind of like an intimate thing, like, you know, coaching someone and whatnot. Um, so he's definitely been there longer than that, but my relationship with him is, you know, as like being pretty good friends and whatnot has been, you know, for about a year. Um, but he did come before that and he's, you know, he's come back quite a bit since then. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's cool working with him, man. Cause he's, you know, he's been around like, like, you know, training at TriStar and whatnot. Like he's got stories for days about like, you know George St. Pierre and like all the high level guys that he trains with man I mean he's obviously you know Frost is you know one of the best coaches in MMA but just his training partners that he's been around and and had the pleasure of training with man like he's been around some you know incredible minds for MMA so for me to be able to be a small part and like you know helping him and uh it's pretty cool for me because I've learned a lot from him as well for sure man like uh the, yeah, the list is long for him, the training right. partners that he has ran through throughout the years, you know what I mean? So Yes. Um, now, moving on from Nordine, you got some other s- situations happening in one championship. Uh, let's talk about um, Shannon. He just recently fought, and uh, – what did you think about his performance? Was it just too fast? Do you think that he should have had some more time in the cage? Because, of course, you want to get a fast finish, but it's like you kind of want to get some cage time, too. And, you know, it's kind of a yeah. double-edged you know, edged sword right there. Yeah. Um, I was like, for me as a coach, because I had two other people fighting that night, um, for me it was – you know, I was happy to get that win because I had two other people that lost. I had one that, you know, that Tatsuya lost. Um, and I had one Rika, which was very capable of winning. Um, but, you know, obviously didn't win and uh, went the other person's way. So for me as a coach, it was like for my, I guess you could say my ego or whatever. Like it was, it was good to have Shannon win, but 
going into that fight, I thought that he, you know, he had the upper hand the whole way. And I thought that like, you know, shit, that guy, he has a lot more experience than that kid did. And, um, and Shannon's man, there's a lot of people that are, you know, in training, they're, they're great. And then in, in fights, they're average or they're, you know, below average. Um, and then there's people who, you know, train hard and they fight hard and it's it, the same way the whole way around. And then there's people who don't train so great, but when they fight, they fight, fight at, a, you know, they rise to the occasion and they fight at a very high level. And Shannon is one of those guys, like one of my best friends was like that in wrestling. You know, he would lose to like, and, and this isn't like Shannon, but my friend would lose to like the worst guy in the room. But when it came time to wrestle and competition, you know, he's beaten, you know, returning all Americans and stuff like that. Like they just compete at a very high level. And I think Shannon's like one of those guys that, um, you know, practice is practice and the fight is the fight and it's two different things. And he comes to fight. And, um, I think he just proved it again in, in that fight. Um, and I think he needs to be fighting high level competition. Um, of course it would have been good if the fight would have went a little bit longer, but, you know, he did his thing and he beat him striking and that's what he's, that's Shannon's thing. You know, that's what he's best at. And he's, he improves and he continues to get better at, you know, his, the other areas, you know, in his wrestling and his ground game. Um, I think even in the fight before that, you know, the last fight in Bangkok when he fought uh, the Chechen kid, like that guy, you know, he's from Chechnya, he's from the Caucasus, he's, you know, from Russia and he, they're all those guys are like at least decent wrestlers and grapplers. And he did a good job of getting taken down and not getting taken down. But when he did get taken down, he did a good job of getting up. And I think, uh, I think that's just improvements on him. And, and, you know, we spoke him and I about that fight and what he needed to do differently in this fight. And I, I think he did. Um, it was, it was quick. So it wasn't like the last one. He just, you know, it was kind of gun shy almost the last one in this fight. It ended quickly, but I think that um, he was aware of the things that he did wrong in the last fight, and he, you know, was not going to let it go like that this time. So uh, I think that he, you know, I think Shannon's like on the cusp of fighting the top guys in in the division. But he is one of the top guys, but you know, I think he's one or two fights away from a title shot. That that punch was like like precision. Oh. Yeah. It didn't even look like he put anything on it. It just like he just yeah. countered like stepping backwards. And it just I didn't like perfectly. I didn't realize it when I was like cage side, but like when I watched the next day the replay of it, man, like it was yeah, it did. It looked effortless and that guy was out cold. Yeah, like sleep, you know, and and to be honest with you, that dude was a a threat. You know, it's not yeah, like no, he for sure. He was a tall, strong, like striker, like you know that kid. He, he wasn't could like, too. yeah, he's like, he was a good opponent. Um, but yeah, it was just like, and you know what even made it cooler, or at least for me, because obviously living in Thailand is uh, Rungvasi, the the guy, and I probably pronounced his name wrong, but the world champion right now in boxing from Thailand. Mm -hmm. um, he was like cage side, like right next to the cage. And like Shannon didn't, I didn't, no one realized it until afterwards, like when the lights kind of came on, but he had his whole like uh, M150, like the energy drink, like track suit on, who's his sponsor. And he was like right cage side. And like Shannon was obviously was like respectful and like wide him and stuff. And 
Um, but it was pretty cool to get like a knockout like that in front of like a boxing great like that guy. For sure. And in front of your like home country and everything. So yeah. he kind of got to redeem himself. Too. Yeah. yeah. He redeemed was, himself for his last fight. So it was yeah, kind of sure. um, nice to see. Um, did you watch, you know, you were there for the Bibiano and uh, Martin Nguyen fight. Did you watch the fight or did you leave? Uh, no, I was in the crowd, but I was kind of like, I was with my fiance and I was a little bit further back and uh, I was too busy, like consuming two or three beers in like 25 minutes before I had to leave. Um, so like I watched it, but I didn't like watch it because I was like, there were like heads like at this level and I was like, kind of like, like sitting up to look over them. Um, but it's a fight. I need to go back and look because I was interested in it and, uh, it seemed like it was a back and forth fight. And then obviously with the decision and whatnot, or the split decision. So, uh, I definitely need to go back and watch it. Was it an open bar? No, no, they don't have no, that. It was, no, there were like VIP seats, but my fiance was not in the VIP. Like she was in really close seats, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to work on that for next time. Shannon Rico are going to have to pull through for those tickets, but no, um, I just went and like grab some beers, but yeah. For sure. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, that night, uh, the dream man, the, like basically the only wrestler in Thailand, but the best yeah. wrestler in Thailand, um, he did the suplex. Now, I've talked to many people about this. And as a wrestler, the people that are wrestlers, they're confused because they've been doing these things since they were a little kid, right? These suplexes. Yeah. And there's different, like, suplexes, right? There's different ways of suplexing people. But then there's a point where it changes into a slam. Now, yeah. did, you watch the, did you watch that suplex? Yeah, I mean, I've seen, suplex, like, right? the replay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I saw the replays. And to be honest, I don't remember exactly what he did. Um, because I messaged, you know, some of my friends that were in the meeting, like the rules meeting, and I was told that they did say that. And I think it was because when there was a kid, I think, slammed or whatever you want to say, suplex or whatever, in Indonesia, a Cambodian kid, didn't they? I, I want to say that the rule was changed after that, and I don't know exactly, but because I was curious as well, because I wasn't in the rules meeting, but I was told that that was, like, brought up. But for me, like, if that's the rule, okay. Like, if you were told about it, then you have to be aware of that. But um, in my opinion, I think that, look, in wrestling – like international wrestling, especially the more, the higher you throw the person over your head, the more points you get. Um, so like, that's a big move in wrestling and in, in international competition. I mean, even in high school wrestling, you can, you can't slam people, but I mean, there's so many different ways. Like, can you, am I like, I don't think that people should be allowed to spike someone like their head or neck should not hit first. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think if their shoulders hit first and then they're, you know, they go over because even a lot of times in, in wrestling, like you see like the most beautiful things in freestyle wrestling where someone like steps behind and like we call a back arches and you arch them over your head. Usually their shoulders hit and then their neck and then like, it doesn't even hurt. You just, you know, you're going through the air, but um, in my opinion, you know what we're fighters and we're fighting and it should be allowed. But if it's a rule set, then I understand that as well. Yeah, I heard that uh, the same thing, that the rule was changed after that, after the Cambodian. So the fact 
he got yeah 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 exactly yeah and that was a real suplex like he landed on his basically his neck yeah uh, he got hurt pretty badly so after that i'm i'm thinking they changed the rules and but they didn't really tell people like like people didn't really know right. about it except for like unless yeah. you were in the rules meeting right so right um so that's why like uh even that a lot of people are kind of contesting it because they don't feel that it was a suplex they feel like it was a slam so you know it's the rules don't come into effect because it was a slam not a suplex but you know people could argue all day about it but at the end of the day the organization decides what is what so if it's a disqualification it's a disqualification you could cry all day but not going to change what happened right yeah i mean especially if it was like said you know in the rules meeting before the fight like you can't like even in regardless of how you feel about it like if it was said to you in the rules meeting then uh you know then if it happened then you're in the wrong but like whoever because i don't think dream man speaks very good english either you know his Mm -hmm. his people should have kind of probably conveyed that to him um but yeah like you know i wasn't there for that and I, i wasn't in the rules meeting and um obviously i don't wasn't in his corner so but um yeah for me that should be allowed as long as like, I think it's easy if someone's like facing away from you and like in wrestling and you are doing like a back arch or a suplex or whatever you want to call it. And you're throwing the person over your head. I think that their, you know, their back and shoulders should hit first before mm-hmm. their neck or their head. Um, Cause otherwise, yeah, I, I mean, that's how I feel about it. But if it's allowed in wrestling, you know, I agree with it, uh, especially in a fight, but, Again, it's the rule set. So if that's what they say, then you have to abide by the rules. All right, man. Well, I guess that's it for today. You know, we had a good conversation with uh, Nordine. Nordine actually was way more talkative than I expected because yeah, I never he's, really seen bro, him. Once you get him going, man, Nordine can talk. He's yeah. uh, and he, you know, he's like an old ad. He's kicking knowledge too. Yeah, he's uh, he's you know, he's 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 on the verge of the OG like age. So. But yeah. yeah, it was uh it was very good to kind of get insight into that Pete Cell. Fight. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty yeah. cool. I enjoyed that because I had no idea about that. Yeah, like you're doing your research. Elf, you know, you know what? You, you got to do something. You can't just come in here and be like, "Hey, what's your name? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Were you fired for the UFC? Right? You know, are you debuting this week? You know, shit like that. So, yeah, man. But uh, it was good talking to you, and it was good talking to Nordine and. Until next time, we don't know when the next time will be, but it will be a next time. Peace.